Hey there, friend, and welcome to the Self Love for Breakfast podcast, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self-love for breakfast. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of Self Love for Breakfast. I'm Crystal Rose, and I am your host today. And I've missed you. I know you didn't miss me because if you listen to this regularly, then you have probably hit an episode every week. (laughs) I've been releasing them every week, but what I did was I kind of batch created. So uh, all of those episodes, except for this one, um, were pretty much stockpiled by like the end of July or mid-July. And then I did a lot of traveling. I just didn't want to have to worry, you know? So I wanted to make sure you guys had all the good stuff. And you did. And so now I'm here again, and it feels like I haven't recorded in a hundred years. So bear with me as I stumble through (laughs) recording this episode. It has been a wild, I don't know, last several weeks, month. Um, If you follow me on social media, then you might've seen that I went to Greece. I was there for a couple weeks with some friends of mine. I came back for about a day and then ran off to Arizona for a girlfriend's birthday. She's one of my sister coaches, just one of my peers, someone I love so dearly, and it was such a magical little trip. And um, then I came back, and I'm in the process of moving, so it's it's a little hectic here. And yeah, I'm actually leaving again tomorrow <laughs> for a beach week by myself. Um, and I'll get into that. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that really quick, but. This episode, I want to speak about traveling in groups. Like solo travel can be amazing. Absolutely. I think a lot of people are scared to do it. Uh, Solo travel, you can learn a lot about yourself. You can, you know, explore and kind of see what you're made out of and and really do what you want to do or what you don't want to do, you know, um, when you travel by yourself. Uh, But I wanted to talk about traveling with groups because I felt like it was really a profound few weeks for me and a lot came up, came to surface. So I wanted to share that with you guys. And I, I find it interesting that all of that came up from from group trips and now I am about to go away solo for a week. I am super excited. This was actually what I initially wanted. I wanted some time um, to myself, some reflection, some, you know, kind of tapping into my soul, some routine work, you know, just kind of like ah, a week where I'm just alone. (laughs) I would be alone anyways. My husband's actually going to be in Montana by the time you listen to this, this will already happened, but he is going to be in Montana um, hunting elk. So that's what he's doing. And I figured why not, you know, me go and be at a beach house on an actual beach. I haven't been on an actual beach like that, like stayed on a beach in a really long time. So this was kind of a desire of mine. And it's very interesting because I had initially, I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And then I was like, oh, you know, it would be cool. Let me weave a retreat into this. So I'll have a couple of days to myself and then we'll have, you know, only three women. It'll be very small. 
And then, you know, I'll have another day to myself and then I can go home. And you know what happened? It's very interesting because like I said, my initial desire was to have time to myself. And I pretty quickly got a couple of women on board um, and I couldn't get the third. It took some time. There were so many people interested in the trip and it would always be like, oh no, those dates are, oh, I've got something the week after, you know, it was so many people were like, it was a schedule conflict. And then unfortunately, one of the women who had signed up had to cancel. And I was just like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe I feel like I'm kind of forcing this retreat here. So I'm going to just go myself. So I canceled the, the official retreat. So there will be no private chef. There will be, I will be getting a two hour massage because, um, <laughs> Because the, the massages I, I had scheduled for um, those in attendance uh, cannot are not refundable. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm getting a massage, a two-hour massage. Great. Perfect. I'm excited for that. So it's going to be a pretty magical week. And again, it's going to be alone. And so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of self-discovery on this trip. And I'm very, very excited for that. But I wanted to talk, like I said, about group travel. If you've never traveled with like a group, okay, if you've just traveled with a couple other people or maybe your family, things like that, um, then this might be interesting to you. Or if you've traveled with groups, then uh, maybe I could give you a new perspective on this. So my trip to Greece, essentially the reason how this trip came about is um, in 2016, there was an organization that had like a group trips. Okay. Like this woman put everything together. There were excursions, you know, it was like at a resort or at an Airbnb or whatever. Right. And so all the, all these things were planned. So the first one um, that I ever went to, I guess the first one ever was the year before that I was on a cruise. The first one I ever went to was in the Dominican Republic. I had an absolute blast. It was so fun. Um, and the following one was only, you know, a few handful of months later is in Colorado. My, my husband actually came on this one. Um, it was like a snowboarding trip. It was pretty cool. And then the following year or later that year, we went to Costa Rica. Now that woman went ahead and did another trip in Bali and myself and only a couple of others went on it while I continued to do some travel individually with some of the people from the trip. So I went to Kauai with um, a few people and then um, one of them, he's one of my best friends. We've gone so many, <laughs> I think we've gone to Florida. We've gone to Miami at least a couple of times, um, for Lauderdale again, he's come and stayed at my house. So like we've traveled a lot together, this entire group. And then also, you know, some of us like on the kind of peripheral. So I'm used to traveling with them. Now I don't, I don't think any of us have since before the pandemic, like traveled together of course, because the pandemic. Um, but one of the guys on the trip was getting married and he is Greek. And so he's getting, he was getting married in Greece. And so he invited all of us. And of course we were like, hell yeah, we haven't been anywhere in a long time. Let's go. And we, that's what we decided to do. And so, um, four of us decided to meet up first for like the week before. And we were going to do you know, a couple of the islands and, you know, check that out. And then we were going to head to where he's getting married in a town called Kavala. 
And that was like a six day thing because there were parties and, you know, there's supposed to be an after party and all this stuff. And then we were going to head back to Athens, um, taking some, one of the friends with us and there'd be five of us in Athens. So total in Kavala, I think there were nine, I want to say of us. Um, and then eight or nine. And then, um, you know, before the trip, there was before that part of the trip, there was four. And then after that part of the trip, there was five. So in Kavala, I knew that having spent, you know, time in an Airbnb with three other people, I was going to want my own space. So I made sure that I got my own hotel room. Um, because yeah, I just knew I, I'm, I like being alone and I was like, I need, I'm going to need this time. What I realized is, you know, I've spent a couple years really working hard on myself and the kind of work that I'm doing isn't just rah, rah quotes. It's not, you know, mindset work. It's not read a book and talk to everyone and their mother about how it changed your life. Like this is deep core root (laughs) trauma healing belief shifting, ground breaking work. The work that I have done on myself has completely changed me as a human being in the last couple of years. Like it's very, very, very profound. And what I've realized is that when I'm around people who are not doing this kind of work, who won't do this kind of work or don't think they need this kind of work or just aren't, right? Like they're just not doing it. They don't, maybe it's not even on their radar or whatever. It's very interesting. And again, when I am in the presence of people who are doing this work, that is also very, very interesting. So on this Greece trip, not a single person is doing this. Okay. Like they're just, they're just not, and that's okay. Like I'm, I'm, there's no, like, I'm not like looking down on them like, Oh gosh, you guys aren't working on yourselves, blah, blah, blah. It's just not, I don't think it's like on their radar. Um, and I think some people are probably aware that this kind of thing exists, but aren't really wanting to like dig in and, and do that. Right. It's really, really hard to look at yourself. So what I noticed is that it gave me the opportunity. I think, like I said, solo trips, great. Right. But you're in a vacuum. When you're alone, you're in a vacuum and there's only so much work you can do on yourself when you're alone and actually be able to see like the benefits of it. I'm I'm not sure if I'm making sense here, but it's like, let's say that you have um, a specific thing that you do in a relationship. Let's say like you are super, super needy. Okay. Whenever you date, you're super needy. You're constantly texting, calling, smothering, and it turns people off or it's pushed away boyfriends or whatever. Okay. We're going to use this as an example. And let's say you're like, okay, I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to work on this like neediness thing that I've got going on. You take time. You are away from, you know, dating. You don't date. You're home. You're by yourself. You're, you know, you, you don't have that in your world. Okay. Cause you're not dating. And then suddenly you're like, you know what? I've worked on myself. I've done all this work, blah, 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 blah. I'm ready. Right. And then you go out in the real world again. Okay. And boom, you're doing the same shit. Okay. <laughs> like you get into a relationship where you start going on dates and boom, you're doing the same shit and you're being needy. Okay. And a lot of people, when they work on themselves and then they go back to the behavior, they're like very upset with themselves. They like shame themselves. They're like, I don't understand. I work so hard on this. How am I back here? Blah, blah, blah. And a lot of the times, you know, they're actually have improved, but the reason why, you know, they're, 
this happens is because they've tried to work on themselves in a vacuum. They've tried to work on themselves in this like space where it wasn't being bounced off another person where they like don't really know where they stand with this like neediness because their like trigger isn't really like in front of them. Just like if Doritos are your trigger food and you just kick them out of the house and then you go a year and a half without eating Doritos and you think you're going to be fine the next time you're around Doritos and then instead you eat the whole freaking bag and then you're like, what the hell? It's because you try to work on something without like actively having it in your world, okay? So all that to say how, like I said, solo travel is amazing. There is a lot of self-discovery that can be done. But truly working on things, I believe, requires it requires exposure, okay? And ultimately, this is because whatever the problem is, whatever you perceive your problem to be, and you may have heard me do this, talk about this before, this is a very big um, thing in my coaching that I work with, is it's not the behavior that's the problem, okay? If you are a drug addict, if you are an alcoholic, if you are an emotional eater, your problems like, yeah, you know, drugs and alcohol can absolutely cause more problems, right? Um, and same thing with emotional eating, like, but that's not the actual problem. That's just the way you cope with whatever the more deeper internal problem is. So if we're focused solely on this issue that requires an external thing, and then we just take that external thing away, well, then we don't know where we're at. We don't really know how to gauge our progress with it. Which is why group travel (laughs) will really show you. It will show you what you still need to work on. And this is what happened to me on this Greece trip, okay? So I noticed, and and because I've done all this work, I'm like painfully self-aware of this, okay? And just because I'm self-aware doesn't mean I'm always able to pump the brakes and pull myself out of it. That's something I work on, right? But having the awareness sometimes I think is, you know, a really great thing because at least we know what we're doing and then we're like, oh, okay, let's, we got to work on this, right? So I found myself, um, I found myself being pulled in to another person's negativity on this trip. And I was like, with them. I was like, yeah, you're right. Oh, totally. Oh, they suck. Or like, this is annoying and blah, 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 right? Like getting irritated by um, other people on the trip and, and really kind of like being like with her on it and like feeding into it. And like, I found myself being like, I'm not really, <laughs> I'm actually not really that upset about this whole thing, or I'm actually not that annoyed. Um, but I, I kind of like allowed another person to like hype me up in that space. And I was like, that's really interesting because I would not have thought I was able to go there again, but clearly I am. So I was like, huh, that's interesting. Okay. And, you know, there's other things, just having like people in your space and being around them all the time and like just needing, needing a break, needing space. But there was one moment where, um, you know, there's, there's two chicks on the trip and I love them both dearly. Um, you know, one of them and I have done other travel together and her and I are pretty close and the two of them, when all of us are together, like I am definitely the third wheel. Okay. Like I don't, whether it's unintentional or not, the two of them kind of like pair off and I feel very left out a lot of the times. And so that happened again on this trip and I definitely felt left out. And there was a moment where I got very emotional and I just kind of like excused myself um, before I could get emotional because 
when I'm on a trip or when I'm around a lot of people, I don't like to have that kind of attention on me. (laughs) If I'm like not going to have a good time with something, I'll be like, oh yeah, you guys go ahead and go. I'm not really into that. Rather than going and being like visibly miserable the whole time, right? I'm like, I am perfectly fine doing my own thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, so with this situation, I was kind of like when I felt myself just like kind of like having like the last straw and just being like, oh, I am upset. <laughs> I, you know, I just excuse myself and just, you know, and I excuse myself. I think I just got up and, and left um, and then went in my room and I was emotional. Um, and as I'm lying there, just kind of feeling my feelings, I was like, huh. <laughs> I mean, it's not that I thought I wasn't, it wasn't possible to hurt my feelings um, because it certainly is. And I I feel my feelings quite a bit and my feelings can absolutely get hurt. But I was just surprised that this particular thing hurt my feelings. So, you know, and throughout the trip, there were just like other little things, other little nuances I noticed that bothered me. And here's the thing that I want you to realize is that when you're around people who bother you in one way or another, right? Like, and you're just like, oh, I'm so annoyed or I'm so sick of that person or this hurts my feelings or this is so bothersome, right? It's not really them. Like it's, it's not, you know, it's yes, they are the ones like doing the thing. But what does that say about you and where you're at? Like the way that they are able to kind of like prickle your feelings, right? Um, what does that say about you? And I really, after this trip... Um, and even on this trip, I was like, wow, I need to make some changes. Um, you know, I had been actively engaging in, in some behaviors that were very distracting, right? They were keeping me from being in my body, which is really important, especially with what I do for work. I need to be embodied. And so, you know, there were some things I was doing that was kind of keeping me distracted, keeping me, you know, like almost like numbing, right? And I'm like, huh, that's interesting that, you know, and I finally felt like I'm done with it. So on this trip, I kind of was like, okay, I I have some things to look at here. And it, like I said, it's not about the other people. It's not about like, oh, that person is just so annoying. And that's why I was annoyed. It's like, well, maybe that person is annoying or maybe that person is negative, or maybe these people do kind of like pair off and, and leave me out. But it's how I feel about it is what's important. It's it's the indicator. It gives me a sign of like, what do I need to work on, right? So maybe there are certain people who can drag me into their negativity and I need to look at that because that's not who I want to be. That's not how I want to be. That's not how I want to feel. I don't like how I felt when like that was going on, right? And so that's something that I'm like, okay, that's something to look at, you know? Having my feelings hurt, you know? I know that the two of them aren't like vicious and ganging up on me. I know that. And, and yet I felt kind of left out and, you know, that points to some things going on in my childhood that I felt left out and, um, unloved. Right. So kind of poked at that a little bit, something I thought had really been healed and it just hadn't. And so, you know, I, it's okay because this was really a beautiful, beautiful reminder of, what I need to like work on or look at or just be aware of really, right? Like more so just be aware of like, oh, okay, I'm susceptible to like this. Um, So let's just like keep an eye on that. So after that trip, like I said, I came home for like a day 
All right. Like a little bit of jet lag. Tried to get myself together before this trip to Arizona. Understand the people on this trip, there were nine of us women total. Completely different. The difference is that when when you're in a room and you could you know this if you have worked with me and you are in like my private communities or you've done um you know pendulum or any of my other programs and you've like actively worked with some of these other women that we all work with right then you know this or you you're beginning to know this when you are in a room with so many people who are working on themselves who have dedicated their lives to working on themselves it is so different It is so different because everyone walks into that room owning their shit. Everyone knows what their thing is. Everyone knows when they're being an asshole. Everyone knows when they're being defensive. Everyone knows, right? So it just creates this almost like harmonious, just like magical, delicious, like vibration of humans because every single person in there is not just out for the well-being of themselves, but the well-being of each other and the well-being of the world. That may sound dramatic, but it's not because every woman on this trip was a coach, a breathwork facilitator, a healer of some sort. And it was completely different. It just felt so good. It felt so good. And we were having very deep conversations, very meaningful conversations, right? Such a flip from the week before, like even just a few days before, right? Where, you know, these aren't people who are like doing the deep work. And so we're having regular surfacey kind of conversations, whatever. Um, and which is great. I mean, we need all, we need that. Right? We can't always go deep um, to this like experience where we were asking deep, 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 deep questions, you know, like, why are you worth knowing? What is your biggest failure or, or biggest loss you've experienced? We're sitting in the pool having these conversations, right? We're doing breath work together. We are, we are pig piling on the couch, snuggling with each other. Like it was magical. It was beautiful. And and so I'm so glad I had these back-to-back experiences because it really allowed me to go from this um, kind of like go, 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 uh, really structured head, like mind, mental pillar um, trip, like around those people to a really deep, embodied, loving, beautiful trip with nine women together for like five-ish sort of days, not a single fight, argument, tone, nothing. It was all light. It was all open and it was all deep. It wasn't like, oh, we just like keep things fake. Like it, there was nothing fake about it. And I think that's why it just works because it's so good. So I wanted to share all this with you just to say that if you haven't gone on a group trip before, it might not be a bad idea because then you get to see, you get to see those parts and those pieces of you that are being poked and activated in such a different way than what you're probably used to. A lot of the times we avoid this, right? We avoid being triggered. We avoid avoid being activated. We're like, no, 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 I don't want that. Or I don't want to be around people that annoy me. I don't want to be around people who upset me. Oh, I had to cut that person out of my life, all this stuff, right? When in reality, these are our greatest teachers. These are the people who can show us what we need to work on. They can show us our own gaps and holes, 
right? And and sometimes that toxic person isn't actually toxic with the response that you have to them is. And sometimes they are. Sometimes they just are, right? But really, it's such an opportunity we get to look at ourselves. And so I invite you to do that. I invite you to next time you're even just around someone for a, you know, a length of time or you see someone on the internet or the next time someone just annoys you, just annoys you. It doesn't have to be like enraged or anything like that. The next time someone annoys you, ask yourself, what is it about this I find annoying? What is it about me that's upset with this? Not about the person, not like, oh, they're just an annoying person, so I'm annoyed, right? No, that's so easy. That's a cop out. But like, what is it? in me? What do I need to work on? What do I need to heal that this is like lighting up for me? And I'm telling you, when you start to look at things like that, when you start to look at people who irritate you, (laughs) the people who bug you, the people who bother you, the people you roll your eyes at, the people you're just like so exasperated by, when you start to actually turn inward and ask yourself the questions about what about this is really bothersome, the game absolutely changes. So that is really all I wanted to share with you guys today. I know it feels like, maybe it feels like a bit of a ramble, um, but if you get it, you get it, right? If you don't, you don't. <laughs> um, this is kind of one of those self-reflective moments that I'm I'm having, and I was really, really excited to share with you guys because um, it was uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable, and it, and it really had to me. I had to look at myself, and now I'm like, okay, I know what I need to work on for sure. And I'm grateful for it. Like I'm, I'm grateful for it. I had, again, an amazing trip. Both trips were absolutely amazing in their own ways. They were, they were just incredible. And I'm so grateful that I have the kind of job where I can travel the world and, um, and live my best life, you know, and really, um, just have the freedom to do whatever it is that I want to do and go where I want to go. And I'm grateful I have a husband who supports that as well. And every day I'm committed to working on myself and being better. And this is just something that has shown me that I can be better and there's more to do. And there's always more to do. And I know that, right? But um, this definitely gave me gave me some eye, eye-opening nuggets that I get to reflect on. So I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. If you have not checked out the Breathwork Bestie podcast, I really am going to encourage you to do that. We have over 40 meditations now. We have some amazing breathwork facilitators. And I think by the time this episode comes out, my mentor will have been on it, which is like mind-blowing to me. It's so good. So definitely check out the Breathwork Bestie podcast if you like this one and or if you are interested, you know, in getting into breathwork, because that's all it is. It's just meditations. You you decide how you want to feel for the day. You know, oh, I need five minutes of joy, or I want to shift my thoughts, or I want to go deep with self-trust, whatever. And that's what you do. You go in. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. Again, you always can DM me or you know, on Instagram or on Facebook and let me know what you think and I'll catch you on the next episode. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.